0: Hey Matt. Yeah, Josh. You know how we had a podcast that we released weekly game after game? Yeah. Well at one point. We didn't do that this year, so you know what we have to do now? What? An entire episode about the season until right until this moment. All right. We're here, bud. Sounds awesome. Let's do it.
1: Yeah, do you want to like do an intro first or just like dive right in?
0: Oh, I thought this was it.
1: No, but I mean like the song. Do you have you ever heard it? Like it just it just kinda starts playing. It's like like kinda like our theme like like, the Gator fight song?
0: Well, like, no, no. I thought, like, yeah. the thing that we did was one of us always says, hey, Matt, or hey, Josh, and then we kind of drop, like, a really obvious bombshell, and then the music plays, and then we go into the bomb to the podcast. Oh, okay. That's what I was trying to do by saying, hey, we used to have a podcast that we did weekly, but now because we messed up and didn't do it, we have to do all the other ones as one right now, and then I just was thought I was going to go, da da Yeah.
1: Okay, I guess. Yeah. We can do it that way. That's fine.
0: Wait, how did you think this worked?
1: I forgot. It's been so long.
0: So, season that was, season that is.
1: But first, I'm gonna. Make a make a mention of something, because I think a lot of people stop listening before the the first minute's over. Josh and I are having a little giveaway.
0: We sure are, bud. Yeah. Sure so are. if
1: you go and you comment and you write a review over there on iTunes, you'll be entered immediately into a pool of people that are gonna win a hundred dollars. To wh- where's it gonna be?
0: Uh, to Fanatics.com, I think. That way you can get any sports apparel you want. We hopefully will use it on Gator stuff, but if you want to troll us, you get. <coughs> Other stuff, I probably won't send you the gift card. Okay. Um, you heard it here. So what do you think about this? Call an audible. That's a football term.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, or it's where you listen to audiobooks. Don't sign up for the subscription. It doesn't work out well. And
1: also, we don't have an offer code or anything.
0: So. Yeah. I mean, once we do, I'll, I'll really recommend it. But as of now, my unpaid thing is don't do audible. Yeah. Um, but... I tell you what. If you go on to Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. and rate us five stars, mm-hmm. and DM us a screenshot of the uh, of your of the rating, you get one entry. If you rate us five stars, you get one extra entry. And leave a review. Yeah. You get five entries. Yeah. So you really up your odds because I don't think a whole lot of people are gonna be doing this. No. Because everyone's real lazy.
1: There's just going to be like eight people, maybe, in a drawing to win $100. Y'all can split it, I guess. I'll can get a hat. Yeah. Just a real or nice you hat. Get
0: like the $175 polo. That's just the best one they have that Matt has. Oh, yeah. It's a good polo. I want that polo. We um,
1: might, maybe we'll post a picture of me in the polo with our editor. Yeah. Yeah. Do you just want to start running down the games? Yeah, we can do that. You want to start with the the worst of the games so far this year, Charleston Southern? And by worst, I just mean, like, uh, opponent-wise.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, and it was the first game, too, so I think that's just the way you do it.
1: Yeah, we have two FCS teams this year, because in 2014, we had a game scheduled against Idaho, and at the time, they were still an FBS team. They were in the Sun Belt, I believe. Um, Unfortunately, that game was rained out. It was actually supposed to be my first Gator game ever. Really? Yeah, supposed to be my first gator game. So that was rained out, and they rescheduled it for this year, and now Idaho is an FCS team again, which means we're playing two of them a year. It's kind of a, a weird year for that kind of thing. But, yeah, we started off against Charleston Southern, and I'd say during this game we looked, like, wow, we looked really good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that what's really cool about that game was we kind of got a sneak peek of what a really good Mullen team could be, right? because yeah. you assume that that team gets really good and then that they execute on that level every week. Now, they did it initially because let's face it, Charleston Southern's not a great team.
1: No. Charleston Southern is not only an FCS school, it's bottom of the barrel FCS. Yeah. We're we're looking at a real crappy team coming into Florida.
0: Um so, you know, with that in mind, what I what I did see that was impressive with that was For the first time in a long time, a Florida Gators team was disciplined, and they did not play down to their opposition.
1: Yeah. Okay, so this is something that's going to be kind of a trend throughout this entire episode, I think, because we saw this a lot, but our team is not just playing to the level of their competition, they're playing to their own level. Yeah. Right? And whether that's a tight game against Mississippi State or a really tough game against LSU, those are good teams, right? We're playing... To our opponent, but if we're playing someone like Charleston Southern, we blew them out, fifty-three to six.
0: Yeah, no, we we absolutely blew them out, and because we executed our game plan. And, yeah. And I know one of your favorite things is watching the scripted drives and everything, and they followed the script to a T in that game.
1: Yeah, especially for your first game, and it was still kind of obvious that Franks wasn't comfortable at this point, and I don't think he really got comfortable until that maybe Tennessee game, mm-hmm. but. You could still see he was working on stuff. The run was really heavy during this game. But you got a really good sneak peek on all the players you'll be hearing from, I guess is a good term.
0: Yeah. And then um, to leave all that and go straight into sadness, Yeah, we... the, the following week, we see this Gator team that everybody was really high on. And let's, let's like add in there that in the offseason, everybody was talking about how great of a coach Mullen was and, yeah. and all the talent he had to work with. Mm-hmm. So and then you see them ball out against Charleston Southern. yeah, And we're rolling into Kentucky. And I don't know, like maybe it's just me and maybe like it's just because everything played out the way it did and I wouldn't be saying this if we had won. But the Kentucky game just seemed weird to me. It was it was early. Mm-hmm. Florida's historically slow starters.
1: Yeah. And um It's not usually the second week,
0: right? It's no. usually the third week. Yeah, we usually have like two cupcakes and then Kentucky. Yeah. Um so, and let's be honest, let's just say it this Kentucky team beat us last year?
1: Oh, yeah, it's the same Kentucky team that beat us last year. We, we got lucky.
0: yeah, their
1: team dropped the ball for two plays, and we we took advantage of it, but I mean, the streak should have been over last year for sure.
0: and if they would have dropped the ball two plays this year, let's also be fair, we would have won that game.
1: Yeah, totally possible, but I, I have two things to say about this game. yeah one, it's actually a genuinely good Kentucky team. Yes, right, they're genuinely good. Right? They're not great, but they're a good team. They were better than us at that point in that season, yeah. last season. And two, that loss was way more important than a win against Kentucky could have ever been. Right? You think so? Yeah. I think if we beat Kentucky, we don't beat Mississippi State or LSU.
0: Really? Yeah. So, why so was breaking the streak just that demoralizing and that rock bottom that they just had to really assess everything and light a fire up under their butts? I
1: don't even think it... I don't know how much the streak really comes into it, but I think, you know... Well,
0: let's be honest. Yeah. Mullen, the players on that team, the streak probably really doesn't matter that much. Yeah. But what matters is you don't want to be the ones that, that, you Absolutely. In the streak. Absolutely. You don't want to be the ones that the streak ends because of.
1: Yeah, but I mean you're always playing Kentucky and expecting to beat them you hear all the time oh we're supposed to beat this Kentucky team we're supposed to beat this Kentucky team and then you go in and you hear that oh this team that you're supposed to easily beat is actually way better than you thought and you can't easily beat them and I think that showed our players that you have to prepare right you have to make sure that you are playing your best game you have to listen to your coach there's a game plan for a reason all these things right uh, you can never let Benny Snell get the ball ever again. You gotta, you gotta work on that run. You gotta stop that run. All these things, right?
0: You know what's interesting about that? Yeah. You just said you realize the team that the team you're playing is better than you think, or it's just harder than you expected it to be. <coughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: That happened against Vanderbilt. You think so? Well, I think they faced the Vanderbilt was playing them hard. Yeah. Vanderbilt was executing, and while that was happening, nothing was going right for the Gators. Okay. They could have been demoralizing and they clawed them. We talked about it last week. It could have been yeah. demoralizing but they clawed their way back from it.
1: I think that's right. I, th- I like that you ended with nothing was going right for them because that was equal to the way that Vanderbilt yeah. was playing us, right? Yeah. Uh so yeah, I think I think that loss led to those other wins. I think that loss could still help us to big wins against possibly Georgia because you know, at the start of the season, if you looked at that Georgia game, you and I talked about it. That was a loss, right? Yeah. clear loss, right? We had no shot. What do you think now?
0: I think we have a fighting chance.
1: Yeah? Would you, I mean, you'd be excited, but would you be shocked if we
0: won? By no means do I really expect to win, Mm -hmm. but it's a lot closer of a race than I would have ever thought at the beginning of the season, because let's be honest, Georgia of last year and even all throughout this year up until last week looked like world beaters. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, let's also tell, be sure we're being transparent here. And we were pretty depressed after that Kentucky loss. Yeah. That hurt us.
1: It did, emotionally.
0: Emotionally, and you just saw a, a Gators team that couldn't do anything once again. hmm And that's when we talked a lot about this team. It's still the sorry, soft, you it, know, quitting team they were, mm-hmm. you know.
1: It felt a lot like last year. Yeah,
0: it did. Um, and then the following week, they would go out and blow out Colorado State, yeah, which is on the schedule because of Mac. Yeah, still paying money to, still still paying the money, still paying money because of him. Yeah, you know, and that game they went out there and they played big, man. Yeah, they
1: really did. They, I mean, they blew. They did. They blew him out, right? Yeah. there's, there's no way around it. We controlled the entire game. We almost stopped him from scoring before halftime. Yeah. I mean, we did everything we did everything we had to. So so going into that game, you felt a lot better about everything. And you felt like you were doing a good job, and the team was doing a good job. And we had Tennessee next, who we really knew to expect not to be great, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, what's interesting is I think during that Colorado State game yeah, is you're in this weird spot uh-huh. because you're like, okay— we're definitely not as good as we looked against Charleston Southern. Right. We're not as bad as we looked against Kentucky. Right. And we're scoring a lot of points. But the last time we beat a cupcake mm-hmm. and then played a rival the next week, yeah. we lost.
1: Yeah, we lost big. Not, not necessarily by the score, but yeah, we lost in a heartbreaking fashion.
0: And then that Tennessee game, I mean, they're obviously, I think at that point it was apparent they're a worse team than Kentucky but still i mean you had to wonder like what's what teams going to show up yeah who are we and then they went out there and they they played man
1: yeah in tennessee yes they stopped that team <laughs> time and time again it wasn't like it was, the the 47 to 21 score is more deceptive than anything because we manhandled them the whole game yeah. what did we jump out like 22 to 3 or something or 30, yeah. 30 to 3 we had some crazy score at halftime we were in control of that entire
0: game. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun to watch too. It was. That was like we talk about it, it like Florida football being fun again. Yeah, and that's like that was a fun game to watch. Yeah, and then, you know, we we roll in to Mississippi State, and this was a Mississippi State team everybody was saying was really really good.
1: Yeah, and they had just lost to Kentucky, right? The week before. And it was a close match. It was a close coming game. Off,
0: coming off a loss. Coming
1: off a loss at home. I just want to... in, I, Yeah. Coming just, off a
0: loss at home for them in one of the maybe most aggressive... I don't know if I want to say it's the most... It's not on the level of a night game at Death Valley, right? Yeah. But it is an, an aggressive...
1: Value. LSU. Of course, LSU.
0: Um, But it is an aggressive place to play in.
1: Yeah. It's loud. It is loud. It's a different kind of loud because of the cowbells. Yeah,
0: and these people, there's nothing else to do in Stark Vegas on a Saturday night. No,
1: definitely not. In Mississippi as a whole, they don't I not bet come. the
0: McDonald's isn't even open.
1: On Saturday night? Not if there's a night game. No. Because you know they close at 10, they're not going to have any
0: customers between Either. 7 and 9. You know what they definitely don't have? McFlurries. Yeah, there's, that ice cream machine's been off for two weeks. Yeah.
1: it's They're cleaning it. Yeah, for sure. They're for sure cleaning it. Uh, yeah, this was a closed game, 13-6. to 6. We only had one touchdown, and uh, Frank's didn't throw it. It was a trick play where Tony threw it to Cleveland, I want to say, or Scarlet maybe. But Tony definitely threw that ball.
0: Yes, which and I loved. You were, so I think, you jumped up and said, "That's my quarterback." Because
1: he is my quarterback.
0: And then you stared longingly at the TV screen. <laughs> you know what was really worried me about that game? What was it? Was we have been exposed mm-hmm. against a mobile quarterback.
1: In a way, yeah.
0: Because Kentucky really dialed up, you know, the quarterbacks all over the field, Benny Snell is all over yeah. the field. Yeah, And they're both, let's be honest, they're both special players. They're both very talented. You know, that, Mullen really created that scheme there at Mississippi State. Uh-huh. And was it about to uh, to just be used against him?
1: Yeah, and it's what's really interesting about that game is both head coaches had the same game plan, which was to not really trust their quarterback. It was run heavy. Mm-hmm. We stopped the run, though.
0: Yes, we did. We, we did a fantastic did.
1: job at stopping the run, especially mm-hmm. after a game like Kentucky where we couldn't really stop the run. We went in there with a game plan, and it paid off for us. Yes. Yeah, and it felt like a really good win. The score was really close. Uh, it was against a team we weren't necessarily supposed to beat. It was a game that you and I both said you have to win that one. because You have to
0: it, win it, but we didn't almost in Yeah,
1: exactly, especially after losing to Kentucky.
0: And we say you have to win if in, case, in case you're not aware, because that's where Mullen made his lateral move from, right? And our athletic director. Yes, both lateral moves. Lateral moves, right across the board. Um, but yeah, you have to win that for, for pride. Yeah, it was the Mullen Bowl. I mean, mm-hmm. It was a big deal on yeah. NCC Nation and all the talk shows and everything. And
1: I know, I know they do a good job of saying, like, oh, this game is the most important game to me because it's the one we're playing this week and all that coach speak, but you know what mattered. Yeah, you know we had that circled on the calendar this year. Well, you know
0: it's <clears throat> you. It's one of the things in the rare head-to-head chances in life, where you show you made the right decision. Yeah. Right. I mean.
1: He came out of that plane shopping. He did. Just all He's I'm a, saying.
0: He was always a Gator since he was a kid. He hey, loves that's furry. what he said.
1: He loves fire. That's why he wears the visor. Okay. Um. So
0: yeah, we won there.
1: Massive win. And then you know what we did the next week, which I thought was really cool. They. They scheduled a blue out against LSU. Yeah. So I'd never been part of a real like blue out where the coach was like, "Yeah, do this, mm-hmm. go." So I was lucky enough to go to the game. I got to be there in the stands. I uh, got a great set of seats on the opposite side of where all the touchdowns happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was a it was a genuinely fantastic time, and I, I just have to say, as someone who was there, Josh watched it on TV, so he can tell me his feelings at home. I feel like they'll be very different. Uh, just because you you feel how the team is doing. I think you, you see a lot more when you're watching on TV, but you feel a lot more when you're in person. I mean, absolutely. Right? So I, I was there, and that place was electric. I had never heard it that loud. People were telling me, people who had been to Gator games for 10, 15 years, 20 years, were saying it's the most electric since Tebow's been there. There hasn't been a game... That felt that big in a really long time. Yeah. And for whatever reason it was, like, it, it felt like this game really meant something no matter what, right? We had to win this game. We had a number five LSU coming into a home game in the Swamp. And the stadium was unbelievable. Everyone was on their feet the entire time. Uh, LSU started the game with a touchdown in, like, Four minutes, they just rushed down the field as fast as possible. It was incredible. We, yeah. could, we couldn't stop them, but that did not stop our fans. Right, we weren't taken aback by that.
0: Well, and and something like that can take the breath out of a stadium and take that yeah. home
1: that home field advantage away. Exactly, and it, it didn't. Right, and towards the end, right after we. We scored that touchdown. We, we went for two and we missed it, but right after we scored that touchdown, we were up 20-19. to Mullins pacing on the sidelines, and out of nowhere, he just goes ballistic, and he gets everyone on their feet. Everyone's cheering. Everyone's having this incredible time, and we closed out that game. And Steiner, who ended the Mississippi State game with a sack, ends this game with a, with an interception.
0: Yeah, I mean, that guy's playing out of his mind. He's making some big impacts. You can't ask for anything better than that because no. you're, you're the guy who makes... You're, You're on SportsCenter.
1: Yeah, you're on SportsCenter, right next to Voshan Joseph kicking the kicking the ball into the stands. You know that before the game, Voshan Joseph actually like retweeted that original play of the ball being kicked into the into stands. Yeah, he retweeted it, and then later that day he did it himself and he got the unsportsmanlike, and he was like, "I had to do it. I just I had had to to.
0: had to do it." Um, so I know you had a fantastic experience, Mm -hmm. but. So did I in my own way, because we both went back to Florida that week. We did.
1: You spent it with your family. I spent
0: it with my family, um, which is, honestly, I. it is so hard for me to say which is my favorite, to watch it with my family mm-hmm. or to be there for the game, which that should tell you how fun it is with my family and how yeah. special it is.
1: I would never have a, have trouble choosing, but that's fine. No,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, it's so obvious to go there and beat yeah, the yeah, game. Yeah. But, but like, for you, it's different. It's just, like, so, we have so much fun. So... From the second I got to the airport, yeah, I knew it was special. How come? It just, the air was different, right? Because first off, I'm sitting up, you know, having a nice adult beverage before I take my flight mm-hmm. and a steak panini.
1: <laughs> Did you go to Chili's?
0: No. <laughs> I went, it doesn't matter where I went. Um, so I'm sitting there and as I'm just sitting there minding my own business and everything, as you do in an airport. Yep. Um, people just going by are just Go Gators, Go Gators, yeah. Go Gators.
1: People are flying down. Yeah, this
0: entire JetBlue flight is just full of Gators. Awesome. And then this, then someone sits next to me. This uh, this girl, and she looks at me. She goes, "Go Vols," and I just look at her and say, "Tough season, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, and then we talked about Nashville and Tennessee in general. It's a wonderful state. Yeah aside from volunteers. Their school.
1: And their other school
0: now. And I don't (laughs) like the Titans very much either. No? No. I
1: guess not. Yeah, that makes sense. Josh is also a fan.
0: If y'all have never picked that up.
1: Bold City Brigade. So, Um, yeah, I mean...
0: No, so let me... Yeah, keep going.
1: No, No, you gotta tell your story.
0: So, everyone's go Gators, go Gators, go Gators. The flight is filled with Gators. I'm wearing a Gators polo. The Jordans and everything And so is everybody else pretty much Yeah, They don't have the Jordans because they're not that cool But whatever um, <laughs> You mean no
1: one wanted to spend $125 on shoes Dude I'll, I'll
0: do, I do it every year um, So We get there I'm sitting next to a Lovely mother Anna, Anna and her daughter And we talk pretty much The entire flight because The youngest daughter Goes to UF and okay. the older daughter, who's my age, she's not like older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She played soccer all through college, uh huh, and never ha- got to go to games.
1: Also at UF.
0: Not at, she. No, she went. Out, she went here in New York. Okay. So she played. She always played. She never got the fall, the college football experience. Uh huh. And she's like, I'm so excited to go to a Gator game as yeah. my first college game. That's huge. And so that tells you, like, where are. What do you call it? Our esteem, yeah. if you will, is getting back up there. Yep. Um, and she's like, I can't wait for this. I'm like, and it's a premier matchup. It doesn't get any better than this. No,
1: because like a top, a top five team, but it's LSU. Yeah. We play them every year. Exactly. It's, a, big a, ri- game. it's a
0: rival. It's a. Yeah. You don't think so, but it's a rival. I think it's forced.
1: But it's becoming one. I
0: don't think they like each other, dude. They'll fight no, on no, the no, no, sidelines no. I any saying, given chance. I was
1: saying it was forced. Originally, yeah. but it's becoming it means more now.
0: No, it means more now. They don't like each other.
1: Hashtag SEC.
0: Yeah, um, seventy-five million more. Hashtag Jimbo Fisher left FSU.
1: Uh, yeah, because he just wants to lose the Saban every year.
0: So the point of all that was. Oh, there was a point. <laughs> yeah, it was a it's a it was a big game with a big atmosphere. Man, people were actually pumped about it. Mm-hmm. And when's the last time that? people who were not direct fans or students or anything like that, outside people, were really excited about a Florida Gators football game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was talking to people at work before I left, right? And they were going, like, oh, dude, you guys are playing LSU this weekend? That's going to be a huge game. You must be so excited. And then I'd, I'd tell them, like, oh, I'm actually going down. I'm going to be at the game. They, they were freaking out.
0: But I know. that It was like you're was going huge. to, like, a premier matchup, which for us, we're like, we're the sorry daters. Here we go. You know, it's, that's, that's where we've been. But we're, we're back in the limelight, man. That's what Mullen gets you. If nothing else, Mullen has brought this air of mystique and notoriety that things are actually on the right path. And I don't know the last time we had that.
1: Yeah, we had SEC Nation. We had the CBS game. It was big.
0: And then we freaking won.
1: Yeah, we did. We didn't just win. We stayed in that game. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was a hard-fought game. No we joke. had a
0: low country boil and some boudin. You know, you gotta eat the opponent. You
1: know what I did for the There's first some time? Good
0: big magic there.
1: Good good big magic. I yeah. mean that's just your superstition at its highest. I did something that I thought would break my superstition, but I guess it doesn't really matter. I, I purchased something at the stadium. I bought dippin' dots. We were,
0: never bought anything there. We buy. were on the
1: alumni side. I think they have dip and dots on the alumni side only, and I had never purchased anything <coughs> at the stadium,
0: ever. Not once. Well, you got to get dip and dots on the alumni stadium every from game. Now yeah, on.
1: exactly. That's the thing. Like, I went to go to the bathroom, and then I was like, I got $10 to blow in dip and dots. Yeah. And so I did at halftime. Of course, I wouldn't go during the game. There's no chance I had to leave my seat during the game. Uh,
0: you know was what we awesome. did? What'd you do? Every time we scored, we dove in the pool.
1: But you don't have a pool.
0: I was at my parents' house. I was at my uncle's.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, like, we were, oh, like... Oh, because I was going to say, like, I've seen that body of water, and that's... That's not a pool. Hey, I would dive in that
0: for the Florida Gators. You sure would, bud. I really sure would. Um, so, every time we scored, we would dive in the pool, and then we dove in there. Okay, hey guys, y'all dove too early. <laughs> 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 you got to... And we were like, wait, do we stay in while they attempt it again?
1: Oh, or do we okay. hop back out? What you guys decide?
0: We got out, and then we dove back in again. Okay, cool, cool,
1: cool. I have a question for you. Um, I noticed this. I think uh, I've only seen one person say it. Obviously, it's not a big deal now. But that interception from Stewart when we were up 20 to 19. Yeah. Do you, do you need that? Do you need it at the one-yard line and not take it in and give them another chance?
0: Dude, at that point, you are just having fun. I know,
1: but like, that didn't put the game away. It would have left us with like a minute and a half at like, the one-yard line to just knee it out. I mean, if
0: you're looking at it in hindsight from a tactical perspective, obviously that, that's the correct move, right? Yeah.
1: but my question is, like, this dude just intercepted the ball. In what universe is he like, oh shit, one-yard line, let me knee it?
0: I mean, if that's coached, they know that, and, and it happens. It's hard to do. But it's hard to do, and there's so many emotions and everything. Yeah, and God, man, it just kind of made the game a little bit more exciting, I agree. right? I agree. And because, then the game ends with an interception anyway. Well, that's what I'm saying because it just like it left. Oh God, that what if that ma- that what if that when you're on the right side of it that yeah. makes football so freaking good. Yeah.
1: Like, I love being on the side that's like, oh, what if he just needed it at the one? Not on the side that's like, yeah. oh, he needed it on the one, we fumbled somehow, and they got it to the 30-yard line. Oh,
0: I'm talking about like, the what if, like, when you're like, oh, God, are they about to throw it go down the field and tie this up and take this to overtime yeah. and everything, that that fear that you're like, oh, oh yeah, is it yeah. going to happen? What
1: you're I see what you're saying. I mean, they would have had to go for two also. I could imagine. A,
0: oh, we already, the math was worked out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course it was. Like, I turned to Mac at one point, and I was like you can't have <laughs> once we were behind right I was like hey you can't have a really exciting comeback without
0: being behind hey, so you know how we said that you have a girlfriend now
1: yeah it is Mac oh it is Mac which I guess is remember how you said Dan what it's Mac it's Mac
0: yeah I mean you lose your job, you find love who knew yeah that's it um but god dude what a special game really special Hey, it was prime time.
1: It was. It was prime time. It was a really good game to be at, like,
0: be there for. Oh, and then I mean, you got to see the two thousand eight national championship team. Tebow inducted into the Hall of Fame. Saw that
1: man cry. I mean, I saw the tarp come off the Ring of Honor. That's so cool. Yeah.
0: Was it special? Was it anticlimactic? Was it special? Tell me everything.
1: Okay, the Tebow portion felt special, but in in the same vein, I think it felt anticlimactic. Yeah. Like, obviously he was really excited and, like, I don't know. I thought that there was – he he thanked everyone for always being a fan of him. I think it was really special. It was, it was. The 2018 being honored felt like nothing.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, they always do boring. something similar. Um, And then the following week, we make it happening at Zvandy, and you've, you've heard our thoughts on that. if you haven't, somehow you did this backwards. I, that's fine, too. Backwards in order. Backwards in order. Somehow. And then we got a bye week this weekend, so... Rest up. Followed up by Florida, Georgia. And buy, your buy, buy your couches. By your couches. And then followed up by Florida, Georgia taking place in beautiful Jacksonville, Florida.
1: North, North Florida, I think, right? You'd yeah. call that North Florida for sure, right?
0: Dude, absolutely. North Florida. I'm from North Florida. I'm from just outside of Jacksonville. He's
1: from Callahan, small town, 997 people. They're still waiting for twins so they can bump it up a little bit. They're trying to hit that nine. Is that 9, our actual 9. population? Did yeah, you... it is. I checked online.
0: Why did you check online?
1: Because I was trying to tell someone where you live. And I uh... was. they were like, I, usually if you tell someone you're from Florida and they say wherever they're from, you're like, oh, I've heard of that place, right? Florida's very funny in that way where everyone's always at least heard of where you're from. I told someone from Florida that you're from Callahan and they were like, never heard of it. Now that's
0: why I just saw say Jacksonville.
1: Yeah. And you're so close to Jacksonville. That's fair.
0: And speaking of Northeast Florida, if you're in the area, check out Taylor Teams Entertainment. Taylor Teams is a professional entertainment company in the area, right in the heart of Jacksonville, providing host personality, DJ services, music, lighting effects, and much more for weddings, corporate events, and parties. Check out Taylor Teams at www.taylorteamsevents.com or find them on Facebook at Taylor Teams Entertainment. What do you think, Matt?
1: Yeah, I think it is great work. I think i'm really excited he's our first sponsor good friend of ours helps with the podcast he's who created our logo so
0: yeah if I mean, you like our logo i probably wouldn't use it for a wedding invite yeah maybe not for a wedding invite yeah. but you know what really is great about michael what's that he makes any event that he's at he becomes part of it okay a lot of times you want somebody who sits in the background and everything and that's cool he can do that but if you're at a, you ever been at a wedding and people just don't want to dance yeah they're not singing along they're not having fun yeah This is the guy that steps in a room and just brings life into it. That's great. He's got an electric personality. He gets out, so he dances. He joins in the crowd, and he just really makes sure the guests have fun. I think that's very important.
1: Yeah, and it's usually better when it's not a wedding crasher that does that.
0: I mean, whenever I crash a wedding, I just call all the attention to myself. Are you Vince or Owen? I think a little bit more Owen. Ma! Meatloaf! Ma! Ma! Meatloaf!
1: Yeah, so great first sponsor. Could not be happier with the selection. I think you chose the perfect one. We had a lot of options and that's the one we went with. So Yeah. Use them for your next event, you North Floridians.
0: And then, you know, we have the world's <laughs> largest outdoor cat we have the world's cat. largest. The, <laughs> cat Leave that in. Yeah, I it. Um we have the laurel- <laughs> 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 We have the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. We can't call it that anymore though. Why? They're not allowed. Have I missed something? Yeah. For like
1: three years now, they haven't called it the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. But, I mean, it's still called that. But like nowhere. like uh, So So yeah, over the last three years, uh, like television companies, ESPN, CBS, they won't call it that anymore. They can't do it. So we still call it that. Fans call it the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. But they just call it the Florida-Georgia game. Or they like vaguely refer, refer to it. As the world's largest outdoor cocktail party, using like really rough reach arounds. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you, RVC gets filled up fast. It's yeah. a week long party. There are cocktails. It is outdoors.
1: It is outdoors. I mean, it's a party.
0: Um, great rivalry. We're going to talk a lot more about it next week. Yeah, we have a whole podcast dedicated whole podcast just to, that. to it. Um, Herschel Walker is gonna be on so we're really pumped about that Um, we're gonna have some other data greats you got Herschel yeah Herschel's he confirmed
1: Um, he still does 500 push-ups a day
0: yeah dude he's undefeated in MMA I believe too for
1: real yes we can talk about that too
0: yeah okay I think that's mostly why he thinks he's coming but
1: oh cuz you're such a big fan
0: no he doesn't really want to talk about football oh
1: he wants to talk about his career
0: he wants us to talk about his fighting career. I told him, like, we, like, have a sports show. He doesn't know that we're Gator fans. Well, he knows I'm a Gator fan, but he doesn't know this is about the Gators. He also doesn't know... Oh, he's not going to be happy. It's not like he's a professional fighter. I mean, he kind of is. <laughs> ah, dude, he's fine. He's old. We got him.
1: Okay. Wait, you think both of us can take him?
0: I think, I'm not confident. I think you distract him, and I go full backpack on his back and lock in the choke. Okay. You rocket ship him. Yeah, okay. whatever the, what that is.
1: And who are the Gator Greats we got?
0: Gator Greats, Danny Werfel. We got Werfel? Yeah, he's, he thinks he's here to talk about his charity work and his ministry. Dude, that's mean.
1: It's, well, weird. it's I... weird, though, that we had to promise to shave our heads if he came, though.
0: Yeah, well, I also told him that there was a really lost soul that he could help intervene with.
1: Dude, again? Yeah. Not like you can't keep doing
0: this. I just want the best for you, bud. Okay. We're footballs coming. Um, additionally, Jim Dance. <laughs> you got <bet> Jim Dance? <laughs> Dude, we're, we have sponsors now. We're blowing up.
1: Yeah, okay. Um. And I'm bringing Jesse Palmer. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's not here to talk about football either. We just we sometimes get drinks together.
0: Oh, well, well, I'm sure he and I can start talking about our hair. It's kind of similar. I
1: think the two of you could have a whole segment on only your hair. Okay. Cool.
0: We're gonna eat some uh, fried chicken, French fries, and pizza now. Yeah. It's probably cold. We Go do, get. We sacrifice for you.
1: We do. Oh, speaking of sacrifice, I just want to call this out. It would have never been mentioned otherwise, but it needs to be. For the Mississippi State game, I was running late, and Josh paused the game, and did not watch it for a full half an hour, just waiting for me to get home.
0: Why would you ever share this about me?
1: It was real special, bud. It just. It was really soft. It was really nice.
0: I'm supposed to be the bad cop here. It was really nice. Um, why were you late to the game? What were you doing?
1: I was at a child's birthday party with my girlfriend.
0: In a city where you have no friends or family that would pr- make sense to have children. You're from Florida. How ten- did you end up at a child's birthday party?
1: I, um,. You you make friends somehow, and sometimes those friends have children, you know, as you do. Surprisingly, I don't. Yeah, surprisingly, you don't have children. I'm old enough. You are. Josh is 42. I'm 42. (laughs) And he acts like he's 42. (laughs) And I act like I'm 42. Yeah, he goes to bed at like 9, wakes up at 6 o'clock, complains about how he's always the first one awake, has the coffee ready for everyone. Never likes to stop to pee on long drives because it just really – doesn't stopped. make sense, dude. We got to get there. We're efficient day- efficient isn't always the most – We're
0: burning daylight.
1: Yeah, we're clearly burning daylight. You know what else we're doing? We're burning tape on this. Tune in for Florida Georgia preview. It's going to be a fantastic podcast. We're going to have a great time. We're going to talk to some Gator greats, Herschel Walker. David Pollack might stop by. Tune in.